Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. The UFA Cooperative, now open in Yorkton and Weyburn, UFA is the exclusive distributor of Diesel X Gold, premium fuel that improves power and saves you money. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Got an action-packed show today. Nearly 90% of the 2023 crop has been seeded in Saskatchewan. LDC's canola crushing facility expansion is officially underway, and the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association is gearing up for its AGM this weekend. Farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, crop insurance at cost. See municipalhail.ca. Saskatchewan farmers have 89% of the 2023 crop in the ground, according to today's crop report. It's up from 68% last week, but slightly behind the five-year average of 92% for this time of year. Crops Extension Specialist Mackenzie Ladoon says each region continues to make substantial progress. Many producers on the western half of the province are completed seeding this week, or they will be completing it relatively soon. The northwest has 97% of this year's crop in the ground, followed by the west central, which has 94% of this year's crop seeded, and southwest is 90% seeded completely. Producers on the eastern side have been facing some excess moisture in some of their fields, so this has slowed some of the seeding progress. However, the eastern side, or the southeast side of the province, has the least amount of seeding completed with 80% of this year's crop in the ground. Ladoon broke down which crops have been seeded to this point. So provincially, seeding is almost complete for peas, which are 95% completed seeding. Lentils are also 94% completed. Chickpeas are also 94%, and mustard is also 94%. Oats? come in at 78% seeded, and flax is 80% seeded. And oats and flax are the crops with the least amount of crop in the ground for this year as of this week. There was some minor flooding this week, light frosts and some dry conditions contributing to crop damage around the province. Despite that, she says crop conditions have been excellent. The crops around the province are in excellent to good condition. Spring wheat is generally rated as being in the best condition with 27% of this province's crop being excellent and 70% is being rated as good. Generally, around the province, there is very little crop damage. However, there have been a few reports of flea beetles and grasshoppers being seen in the emerging crops. She says scattered showers around the province helped with soil moisture conditions. So provincially, 5% of our cropland has a surplus of topsoil moisture. 76% has adequate topsoil moisture. 17% is short and 2% is very short. 
Pasture and hayland topsoil moistures also follow a very similar pattern and also increased over this past week with some rain. 3% of our pasture and hayland has excess topsoil moisture, 69% is adequate, 24% is short, and 4% is very short. Ladoon says rainfall amounts varied around Saskatchewan, but farmers were grateful for it. The rain amounts varied from 69 millimeters in the Arborfield region to 2 millimeters in the Eyebrow region. However, rain was recorded throughout the entire province this week, either in large amounts, such as that 69 millimeters, or in trace amounts. Mackenzie Ladoon is the Crops Extension Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, based in Moose Jaw. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavestrough.ca. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe is in Yorkton today to officially mark the start of Louis Dreyfus Company's expansion of its canola-crushing facility. Brian Kahn, LDC's Country Manager for Canada, says their business in Yorkton has come a long way since the facility first opened in 2009. We'd always hoped there was a chance to look at expansion, but we really wanted to make sure we understood the market well. We wanted to make sure that we, we, we would be well received by the community. Uh, and I have to say that, that those, we've checked all those boxes uh, during that time, I would say. Um, working in the community for us, uh, I would say, has well exceeded our expectations. Uh, the the uh, environment, the uh, local community has welcomed us with open arms, and uh, we've been able to be very successful in, in this area. Not just working with the local growers, but the local community and the local services that help provide and sustain a facility like this has been extremely important. Uh, and then uh, from a demand standpoint, it's been an excellent location as well, too. Being at the center of the continent, being able to move product within Canada domestically into the U.S., whether we go to the West Coast or East Coast, or even down into Mexico now with new connectivity, uh, it's been extremely important and very well-located facility from that standpoint as well. So it's, if anything, it's, it's exceeded our expectations and really allowed us to look at the expansion that we've, uh, that we've announced here uh, in the last month. Khan explains they will build another facility south of the existing one, which will increase capacity to 2 million tons. Khan says over 100 employees are working at the facility, and they're looking to hire 80 more by the time the expansion is complete. Premier Scott Moe says he was pleased to attend the sod turning for the expansion. Well, it's good for the people that not only, uh, you know, live and might work in this plant in, in the community of Yorkton, but it's good for the ag industry as it uh, elevates us to selling ingredients as opposed to raw agricultural products. So it gives us some, some market share insurance there as we, as we look ahead. And ultimately, it adds, adds value and wealth uh, to, our, to our Saskatchewan communities and to the province as a whole. And so, you know, very excited to be in Yorkton uh, here today, um, a, a community that is no stranger to uh, the canola crush industry. They, they, they know how to do it uh, in this part of the province and they know how to grow it and so this is an exciting day uh, one of a number of announcements uh, in in the province uh, just all contributing in uh, in uh, in no small way to the success that we're seeing in Saskatchewan. Yorkton Mayor Mitch Hipsley was also ecstatic about the expansion. Well, what an extraordinary event, and it truly is. I mean, to see what the peripheral spin-off of what's going to happen because of the investment of LDC. They have the vision, and they're worldwide travelers. They know what they're doing. And the fact that they chose Yorkton, Saskatchewan, to basically add on to what they already did 13 years ago says huge profound statement to the world because you know everyone talks and everyone's a phone call away so other companies will be going to them and going so what's the scoop on Yorkton so this is a huge uh, vote of confidence.
The expanded LDC canola crushing plant should be operational by the end of 2025. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Analysts say a merger of U.S. grains merchant Bungie Limited with rival Viterra would grow the combined entities' businesses in the U.S., Brazil, and Australia and may raise competition concerns in parts of Canada and Argentina where key oilseed processing assets overlap. Sources last week said Bungie and Viterra were in talks for a potential mega-deal that would further consolidate global agriculture trading and bring Bungie closer in global scale to leading rivals ADM and Cargill. J.P. Morgan Equity Research estimates the combined company's market cap would be around $25 billion U.S., compared with ADM's $38.9 billion market cap. Bungie and Viterra each crush canola on the Canadian prairies, including plants in close proximity in southern Manitoba, as well as in eastern Canada. Antitrust authorities may require some of those assets be offloaded before approving the merger. Ice Futures canola contracts fell hard to end the month of May, dropping to levels not seen in more than two years. While the oversold market may be due for a correction, there could also still be more room to the downside. While canola is usually the leader in the relationship with European rapeseed, the past six months has been the other way around, and markets farm analyst Mike Jubinville thinks the weakness in rapeseed could leave canola open to more downside as well. Looking at the weekly chart, Jubinville expects the July canola contract that settled at $649.50 per metric ton yesterday could easily drop into the $500 per metric ton area. On the other side, a correction to the 20- or 50-day moving averages would see prices move back above $700, but would still leave the market in a long-term downtrend. The amount of fresh fruit available on store shelves across the country fell by more than 5% between 2021 and 2022, And Statistics Canada says ongoing supply chain issues, labour shortages and price increases also led to a nearly 6% drop in the availability of fresh vegetables, except for potatoes. Even though some Canadian food industry sectors experienced record production in 2022, producers exported more food internationally than the previous year, The amount of milk available to Canadians also decreased by nearly 4%, while red meat and poultry availability both increased. A second Minnesota man involved in an alleged organic crops conspiracy has pleaded guilty to making a false statement and could spend up to 14 months in jail. That's according to a plea agreement filed in the U.S. District Court for the District of Minnesota. In addition, Adam Olson, owner and operator of Olson Seed in Wyndham, Minnesota, would have a January 11, 2023 indictment against him dropped as part of the agreement with prosecutors. Minnesota farmer James Wolf pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud earlier in May for his role in a scheme to falsely sell $46 million in non-GMO corn and soybeans as organic. According to Olson's plea agreement, 
He admits that he misrepresented the extent of his involvement in Wolf's farming operation when Olson applied for crop insurance in April of 2020 for organic crops farmed by Wolf. The head of Ontario's cannabis distributor says the race to the bottom happening with pot prices risks hurting the market's future. Ontario Cannabis Store Chief Executive David Lobo says when consumers get used to paying lower prices, it can take a generation to change their perception and convince people to pay more again. In an economy where inflation is stubbornly high and raising the costs of most consumer goods, he says the industry can't keep pushing lower. Since recreational cannabis was legalized in 2018, pot producers have been dropping prices to fight the illicit market where weed is much cheaper and sellers operate outside restrictions imposed on the legal market. Statistics Canada says a gram of legal cannabis cost $10.29 on average in 2019, whereas the OCS had some dried flower products selling for under $4 this week. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, partly cloudy with a risk of a thunderstorm. Winds from the southeast at 20, gusting to 40 kilometers an hour. High of 29 degrees with the humidex, it'll feel like 31. Tonight, partly cloudy and risk of a thunderstorm this evening and after midnight. Winds from the southeast at 20, gusting to 40, then becoming light. Then the winds will stay in the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour near midnight, the low 17 degrees. Tomorrow, part the cloudy, 60% chance of showers late in the morning and in the afternoon with another risk of a thunderstorm. Winds out of the east at 20 kilometers an hour in the morning, high of 27 with humidex 30. Tomorrow night, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, low 16. Saturday, part the cloudy and a 30% chance of showers, the high 28, low 16 again. Sunday, part the cloudy, 30% chance of showers, high of 30, the low 17. And Monday, sunshine, high of 30, the low 18. Tuesday, partly cloudy, high of 28, low 17. And Wednesday, partly cloudy, high of 28 degrees. Normal highs are 22, while the lows are 7 degrees. Sun rose at 4.52, and the sun will set at 9.01 p.m. this evening. Taking a look around the province, Estevan is at 25, as well as Weyburn. Saskatoon, 28. Swift Current, 16 and Yorkton at 24. The hot spot in Saskatchewan is in Saskatoon at 28 degrees, and the cool spot is in Collins Bay at 12. In Regina, part the cloudy, southeast wind at 18 to 34 kilometers an hour, humidity at 47%, temperature at 26 degrees, that's 78 Fahrenheit, and the barometric pressure is at 101.2 and falling. Down the road in Moose Jaw, mostly cloudy. Winds from the west-southwest at 17 kilometers an hour. Temperature 25 degrees. Moose Jaw is also under a severe thunderstorm watch. Again in Regina, partly cloudy. Southeast wind at 18 to 34. Temperature at 26 degrees. Back in a moment. 
Saskatchewan's leading farm and ranch real estate brokerage is Shepherd Realty in Regina. Shepherd Realty has just listed for sale 240 acres of mixed grain and pasture land near Winyard, 159 acres of grain land near Dinsmore, and 306 acres with Highway 6 frontage just north of Regina. To learn more about these listings, or if you're considering selling your farm or ranch property, call 352-1866, shepherdrealty.ca. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. The federal government is giving farmers and ranchers the opportunity to make their operations cleaner and greener. The Agricultural Clean Technology Program is accepting applications starting today. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau says this will provide non-repayable grants between $25,000 and $2 million so producers can buy equipment that reduces greenhouse gas emissions or provides other environmental benefits. Well, it's uh, almost a $500 million program over seven years, and uh, I don't have the exact amount for this year. But I can tell you that as of now, we have already announced uh, 249 projects for a total of almost $100 million. So we still have $400 million left for the coming five years. What kind of equipment uh, would be purchased, you know, if, uh, you know, businesses or producers were to, you know, take advantage of this program? I know there's one example here. Uh, just kind of give me a sense of, you know, what kind of equipment would be purchased with this. Well, I can give you the example of uh, Geert's farm in uh, Kamsak. It was a $2 million uh, investment or contribution from the Canadian government to uh, install a new grain dryer and biomass boiler. So it could be uh, from grain dryer to uh, poultry barn heating, uh, precision agriculture, biodigesters. So any equipment like this that will help reduce uh, DHT emissions. Okay, and uh, why should uh, you know producers and agribusinesses take advantage of this program? Well, I think it's a great opportunity to, well, first uh, have a, uh, an agriculture that is more effective, more sustainable, uh, and that you can reduce your costs in different ways, reduce your energy costs, reduce your input or, you know, the purchase of uh, a fertilizer, for example, cost eventually. So it's uh, uh, being in the field myself, you know, all across the country, meeting with farmers, I can tell you that they are really committed to finding the best ways of adopting the new practices, to being able to afford the new technologies so they can have an agriculture that is not only more sustainable, but also more resilient. Because we all know farmers are the first one to be impacted by these extreme climate events. We have fires right now, we have droughts. So it's, it's important uh, for our farmers and ranchers to, to have, you know, uh, an agriculture that is more resilient to this new reality that we are facing. All right. And I just had a question uh, just to clarify something in the news release here. Uh, it says here, through the ACT program, it is anticipated that greenhouse gas emissions will be reduced by up to 0.8 megaton each year 
as a result of fuel switching and decreased fuel consumption. I'm just kind of wondering about the 0.8 megaton. It, on paper, it doesn't seem like a heck of a whole lot. Well, I think uh, every initiative that we put in place, the adoption of these new technologies, good practices through our own Farm Climate Action Fund as well, uh, all the money that we are investing through the sustainable cap, the sustainable Canadian agricultural partnerships with the provinces, it's all these measures that are making us uh, more resilient and making sure that we have an agriculture that is sustainable, that we are reducing our emissions and you know, trying to, to fight against these uh, climate uh, events. So every little bit helps is what I'm hearing? Yes, and it's more than a little bit, but it's it's significant. And I think, you know, this is kind of a first step. So by providing these subsidies, uh, allowing farmers to be able to afford these new technologies, and, and there's also one part of the program uh, that is going toward research and innovation. So we are working on both sides, developing these new technologies, making farmers and ranchers the means to afford it. So it will create the demand and it will stimulate the development of these technologies and it will increase neighbors to get into this movement. And this is how it will uh, increase even more uh, our emission reduction. The deadline to apply is June 22nd, and more information can be found at agriculturecanada.ca. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small-town lumberyard, big on service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association is ready for its 110th annual general meeting and convention this weekend. President of the Stock Growers, Garner Debald, believes it's a strong agenda. Some very good speakers and, and the presentations that they will be giving, it's quite varied. And I guess a couple of the highlights would be First, we have uh, our Ministry of Agriculture, uh, the Honourable David Merritt, will be there to bring greetings from the government and give us a chance to visit with him. So that's always a, a good opportunity, I think, to uh, talk about what's going on on the government side of things. A couple of the presentations on the Monday, uh, Dr. Tammy Nemeth will be there uh, giving us a, a good presentation here, uh, talking about you know, some of the changes that have come along on governance and just the, the changes from society and the pressures that are continue to have an influence on, on beef production and, and right across the livestock industry as well. And so she just does a really good job of explaining, um, you know, some of the things that we can look out for and, and maybe give us some tips on how to deal with some of those things. We also have uh, Dr. Melanie Morrison uh, from Better Cart Analytics uh, she's going to be there talking about uh, the, the pricing of ranch to retail, uh, you know, and the spread there of the pricing. And that's something that we've talked about here, you know, and, and not just recently, but it's been for many years. Uh, you know, there is such a widespread there. And a lot of times, uh, you know, there is money in, in the system. Uh, consumers are, are paying a, a high retail price for beef, but uh, much of that doesn't trickle back down to the primary producer. And so she does a good job of looking at that. Uh, a couple of others, uh, Dr. Greg Penner will be there uh, talking about forage-efficient cattle. Uh, that's something that we all uh, strive towards, and I think he does a really good job of that. 
Jody Griffin will be there. She is the uh, Livestock uh, Insurance Coordinator for Stas Crop Insurance. Uh, she'll be there talking about managing risk right now. And I think that's something that we need to be, uh, you know, continually looking at. Day two, we've got uh, a number of speakers there uh, along with uh, the business of the association. Uh, but two of the highlights that day, uh, Jason Pollock, the CEO from Livestock Services of Saskatchewan, uh, he's been there to give us an update. And then also uh, Dr. Sam Wauer, tech services rep from Merck Animal Health, is going to be there talking about improving beef cattle heat detection on pasture and, and using some of the new technology there. So uh, that along with a, a really good trade show, I think we've got a, a great slate of speakers and, and the agenda is right full. There will be time to do some socializing and visiting with fellow producers and it's just a good opportunity, I think, to get together and, uh, you know, the timing is right here and uh, we look forward to, uh, you know, I invite all the, all the producers like that and industry stakeholders to join us in Moose Jaw uh, this coming uh, Monday and Tuesday. The AGM and convention starts on Sunday and runs to Tuesday. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading today. Feed barley down $15 at $330.61. Canola down $5.30 at $639.62. Chickpeas dropped $22.05 to $1036.17. Lentils decreased $5 to $743.48. Feed wheat is up two dollars seven cents at two seventy ninety seven, and number one red spring wheat is down dollar fifty five at three fifty one forty nine. Rest were unchanged. Durham four oh seven eighty, flax five forty one ninety eight, oats two twenty thirty two, yellow peas three seventy three sixty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is down three and one quarter cents at seven dollars seventy six and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of May the 31st. A good-sized sale here yesterday for this time of the year. Our last chance pre-sort sale consisting of 990 head in the sort with 390 cows and bulls, a total of 13.80 for the day. What a sale we had for the pre-sort and the cows and bulls. One of the best sales I was part of being at Heartland. Cows and bulls selling five to seven higher. Listen up, D1, D2 cows, 147 to 157. Sales to 168, 169. D3 cows, 137 to 147. Cows that are weaker with lumps and bumps, 75 to 85. Cows are averaging 155. From the Ituna area, 1,750-pound grain-fed cows topped out at 170. A job well done. Good bulls, 155 to 165. Sales to 178, 179. Good bulls are averaging 166. From that good Newdorf area, 2,500-pound exotic bull topped out at 181. On to the pre-sort sale. This was our last pre-sort sale, and what a sale that was. Listen up to this. 425-pound steers, 394. 500-pound black steers, 385. 575 pounders at 370. 650 pound red black exotic steers, 356. My favorite pen, 710 pound red black exotic steers at 323. 785 pounders at 303. 850 pound steers, 292. And 930 pound steers at 271. Onto the heifers, 425 pound heifers, 333. 
500 pounders, 325. 575 pounders at 315. 650 pound exotic heifers, 298. 710 pound black heifers, 283. 800 pounders at 285. And 850 pound heifers at 279. Highlight of the morning, 790 pound tan steers topped out at 308. And 63 black heifers, 640 pounds, they topped out at 299. Next week's sale will be a regular sale receiving on Tuesday from 8 to 8. And this Friday, June the 2nd, 130 to 140 pairs sell at Heartland Yorkton. Sale time is 11 o'clock. This sale will also be on DLMS. This sale consisting of 100 pairs from the Verrigan area. You don't find pairs like this every day. Simmental red Angus calls with good little calves outside. Full vaccination program, ready for grass. Sale time at 11 o'clock this Friday. This sale will be the sale of the spring. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest pork prices, they're at $196.47 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Fewer fresh fruits and vegetables were available to Canadians last year. Statistics Canada says the amount of available fresh fruit declined by more than 5% last year to 72.9 kilograms per person. The availability of fresh vegetables, excluding potatoes, was 64.7 kilograms per person, a decrease of nearly 6% from 2021. The agency blames ongoing supply chain issues, labor shortages, and price increases. On the markets, the TSX is up 153 points at 19,725. The Dow is up 178 points to 33,086. Oil is up $2.61 at $70.70 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 74.40 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.